Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 24, Wagon Ride. Synopsis, Bluey loses patience with I'm sorry, your dog made like the biggest like uh, noise. Okay, starting again. Synopsis, Bluey loses patience when dad keeps stopping to chat with grownups on the way to the park. Tori, thoughts on the episode? I loved getting to see the city. We have not moved around like we've seen the park and the house. That's kind of it. But actually seeing them walk through the streets... I was really, really love that. Love seeing the layout of the city and then different locations and stuff. So I thought that made this really mm-hmm. fun. Yep. Yeah, it's a great episode. There's a couple of great for real life moments. Yes. There was one that I thought of you. Oh, of course you did. I 100% saw it and was like, Tori, <laughs> this is Tori. And that was me thinking it before we even ever remotely started deciding to do the podcast and stuff so let's jump in we're going to review the episode we'll talk about all that type of stuff the girls wake bandit up really early one morning demanding to go to the monkey bars he turns over and says chile to which she responds asleep (laughs) so he actually gets up and takes them i thought that was so funny it was it was hilarious and i also love it through the window you could see like the sunrise that like really made you understand how early this was. Yes. Bingo suggests that they take the wagon and decides that she's going to bring along her toy Jasmine. They start their walk to the park and come across Rocco who's going for a jog. He remarks that Bandit is up early to which Bandit replies, it's got to be done. Bandit, hey kids. Oh, you're up early. Got to be done. Which... You know, classic line, right? Yeah, love it. Love it. Bandit stops to say hello, and you can see that Bluey is getting super impatient, that she just wants to get to the park. So Rocco leaves, and Bandit explains to Bluey that she shouldn't interrupt her because she actually comes up and is like, Dad, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's leave right now. What are you doing, essentially? So he says that if he's speaking to another grown-up, they... Sh- she just needs to be patient. And Bluey says that she doesn't like that and that she has a plan that they do whatever she wants to do. And dad stops talking. And dad says they'll go with his plan, which is he does what he wants and she won't tell him what to do. Hmm, interesting plan. I know. How about this plan? I'll do what I want and you don't tell me what to do. I love that. Very direct. Yes. I feel like I need to maybe use this more with my son. That's nice. I hear you. I see that you have this plan and you want to do X, Y, and Z. However, here is mine. I'm going to do what I want. And you decide. I think kids need to be older. Yeah. In fact, to go through that. But I thought that was really interesting. And Bandit follows it up by swinging the cart around and essentially says, we're going to go home. 
do you know Bingo Bingo's like, yay, we're going home. <laughs> she is just along for whatever ride is happening. I did notice she did that, but that mm-hmm. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Bluey realizes she's been beaten, she decides essentially to go with his plan. And they continue to move forward, but not before our for real life moment that made me think of you. Yes. Which is they make a deal that Bluey should touch Dad's arm if she wants to talk instead of interrupting. And then Bandit will put his hand on top of her hand with to signify that he knows that she's there and she wants to talk. And this reminded me of you because one of the coolest like parenting hacks that I ever remember seeing was before I even had kids. It was with you and your stepdaughter, Liz. Liz. Yep. Because you did this exact freaking thing. Yes. This is the single best parenting advice ever. I have it been is. doing this forever. It works so well. It works so good. And I am like famous among my friends for it. Yes, you are. There's is actually funny. I ran into a friend a month or two ago at the park. Have not seen her, no joke, in like 10 years. Um, she is a speech therapist and she said to me, it was one of those like, oh my God, I haven't seen each other forever, blah, 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 blah. She said to me, I think about you on a weekly basis. And she goes, because you taught me the arm technique and I use it at work. She goes, I think about you every week because, because she goes, it is the best thing I've ever learned. And I give you 100% credit for teaching it to me. And I thought that was so funny. I remember the <laughs> first time seeing you do it uh-huh. because we used to live together. For those of you listening, we actually lived together. We're, at one roommates. Point. We're roommates. And I remember Liz was in town and you did this whole thing with her. And I just was like, what? This yeah. is amazing. I have to remember to do this once I have children. Probably 10 years before I even had a kid. The other thing I always remember, too, was the marbles oh, in yes. the jar. Yes, that was always really good. That one, and there was one more, and I'm not going to be able to think of it off the top of my was head. Was it the positive-negative game? Maybe. Because that's another really good yes. one I did with Liz. Yes. Um, but, yeah, going back to the arm game from this episode. Where did you learn that? Um... I don't remember. Because Bluey was not around back no, then no. to help us all parent better. I don't remember if it came from my sister. I honestly don't remember where it came from because it's been so long. Um, but the reason it works so well is because it has to do with the kids and interrupting and wanting to feel heard. Because th- it's like they know you know they're waiting. Yes. You know they know. You know they know. We know they. It's like back and forth and back and forth. Yes. So everyone is satisfied and feels understood while waiting. Everyone feels like they have their needs met yeah. in the moment. And then the second you have a, a break in the conversation, you can say, oh, what do you need, child? Or whatever. Yeah. So it just, it, it really, and it works the first time you do it. Once you explain to them what it is, they understand it, and it's not like something like some. I've gotten I've gotten Hunter to do it. Yeah, some parenting techniques. It's like you got to do it five times before they really get it. This one they pick up immediately. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, the marble jar one was just like, um, if people are uh, if child wants is asking for things like I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, and they're a little young to do the money earning money thing. Mm-hmm. We did the marble jar where every positive act a marble went in the jar than when the jar was full. So anytime she said I want something, the response was, "Well, how full is your jar?" So it put the onus back on her, yeah, rather than it constantly being an "I want, I want, I want" situation. So that was the marble jar. What was the other one we mentioned? Oh, 
the positive negative game. Yeah. Um, so if um, the person child has a tendency to be a bit negative and always looking <laughs> on the dark side of everything, um, we said you have to balance out the positive with the negative. So if you say the negative with the positive, yeah, there yes. you go. Stop. Reverse that. So if they say something negative, like I hate this or I don't like that or I don't want to do this, then they have to say something positive to balance it out. About and, anything? Yeah. I need this one because lately Hunter will say I hate mm-hmm. about something. Yes. And so I've been trying to describe to him like one, you're four, right? You don't understand what that actually means. Yeah. But it's it really just comes out as me saying Honey, we don't hate things. That's a very strong term. It's a negative term that we don't use. You can dislike something. Mm-hmm. You cannot like something. You can. And so I've been giving him other words to use instead of it. Yeah. And then I try to give like examples of, you know, mommy really doesn't like watermelon or cucumbers. Yeah. But I don't hate them. Right. You know, so I feel so... So they say something negative. So, so say, like, I hate ice cream. But I love chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Or, okay. yeah, it, it's like, you know, I'm really, like, I'm mad or sad or angry that my cousins left. But you're so happy that they came and played with you. So it's okay. like, whatever, okay. you know. Cause I feel like there's more prompting in that one. You have to. This one is more difficult, for sure. Um, because the other thing, especially with Liz, was at first... She didn't want to do it at all. And yes. then, um, but then after a while, when she got in the habit of it, she did it without even thinking about it. And that's oh, the that's key good. is you're trying to just change that mental picture yes. so that they're not like pointing out the negative all the time. Because once they do it enough, it automatically happens in their brain. So she would do it without even realizing it and never even notice that she did it. But we noticed. Yeah. And then the other thing she would do is she would catch us. So then we would oh. say something negative, and she would point out, and I'd go, oh, my gosh, Liz, you're right. And then I would say something positive. Oh I love um, this. So that one, that one is a longer-term, more work thing. Yeah. The arm game I feel is like you instant. Could, I feel like you could use the marble jar, yeah. though, in tandem with it, because then if they remember to do it, then they could get a marble jar. Yes. Again, it's just all the positive reinforcement. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Oh, I love your parenting tips. <laughs> She has great tips, you guys. Yeah, this arm one is like a classic it Tory. It is classic Tory. It is, it it is. is 100% And a lot of friends Tory. know me for it. So what? the second they did yeah. it, I was like, they stole my parenting thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so golden. Guys, if you have not done it, try it with a kid, especially younger kids. Yeah. Because they always want your attention. Yes. Always. And it's the only time they need to talk to you is if you're talking to someone else. And the other great thing about it, too, is let's say you did it and it works great. And then there's like a day or two later it happens and the kid isn't remembering because it's been a couple of days. All you have to do is take their hand and put it on your arm. Mm-hmm. They instantly remember and they stop talking and they just wait for you to finish. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a little gentle reminder. And you can just keep listening to your friend and just reach over and take their hand and put it on your arm. is like that reminder. Oh, I love it. I love it, too. Oh, so... Again, Bandit is just golden because he knew your technique. He knew the Tory. parenting advice ever. Ever. I'm going to call it the Tory. So, (laughs) 
I like how Bandit, okay, so back to the story. Bandit then follows this amazing parenting technique by doing the high five <laughs> and then not giving Bluey like a high five, like combing his hair, like too slow, too yeah, slow. So fun. So, you know, he got a little bit of both there. High five. Ooh, itchy Nick. <laughs> Dad. They continue on down the street, and Bluey starts to discuss being a fruit bat. Did you? I loved the fruit bat callback. That was so cute. Yes. And I don't know, now I'm not 100% sure if it was the timing or not, but I love seeing the things that they walked by. I mentioned before, just Mm -hmm. seeing the city. So, at one point, they walked by the rugby fields. They did, yeah. And so, I was like, because at first, I'm like, what is that behind them? Because it was like the goalpost or whatnot. They actually... Talks about the fruit bat, and that's when they're by the rugby that's field. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, and yeah. they run into Chloe's mom yes. and her new baby. And it's funny because Chloe's mom then remarks again to Bandit that he's up early. So maybe mom normally goes with the girls early in the morning or something. Yeah, I think the son, because I mentioned it through the window. They're like, ah, you're and- up early? <laughs> <laughs> like holy moly never thought i'd see you up this early i didn't think about it like that that's no, so funny that's exactly how i took it they were all like really shocked the bandit was so like normally he's away. not the one up maybe that he's early. yeah maybe he's not up that early but the sun still wasn't up because even no. though like i mentioned it when through the window it was down but even when they were walking the mm-hmm. sun still wasn't up yeah so he mentions again that it's got to be done he continues to chat, and Bluey actually follows the plan, does the arm touchy thing, and when Bandit puts his hand on there, Bluey says, you know, asks if he can finish talking to the other adult. <laughs> and I like how Chloe's mom's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, like, get back yeah. to it and all that yeah. type of stuff. So Bandit congratulates Bluey, but does ask her to, like, be a little bit more patient. Like, yeah. bingo. Yeah, like, you did it right. Like, yeah. you, like, you're following you the rules. Right. However, we still need a little bit more mm-hmm. patience from you. Yes. Again, in a very self-aware... This is Bluey's self-aware episode uh, yeah. moment in the episode. She says that it's really hard to be patient. And Bandit just says, watch what Bingo's doing. Which I thought was amazing thing to yes. say. Yeah. Because it's, like, such a good way to give a reference of how to behave without being, like... Be more like your sister. Why aren't you like your sister? Because mm-hmm. that, like, obviously traumatizes children because people always talk about how, <laughs> yes. like, mom, I was never thought I was good as a sibling, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was such a great way to model good behavior without, like, pointing out that, like, bingo's better at you than this. Yeah, the problem is when you have one kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm over is. here, like, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> Or if your other kid is not doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, there you go. Or they're like a worse influence. But <laughs> I do think that it's it's definitely a great way to yeah. point it out. And the way he said it was like so on point. Yes. They then encounter Mackenzie's dad, who is going for a bike ride. Everybody's really up. Yeah, early. very active mm, adults. Yeah. Very active. Who also says, you're up early. To which Bandit says, gotta be done. Bluey is great this time. She doesn't even come up to put her arm or hand on her dad's arm. She basically just sits there patiently, but does start to get frustrated. She looks over at Bingo, who is planning a pretend party with Jasmine. And this is when we get that moment. The music shifts. Yes. 
right? And Bluey decides that she's going to transform the wagon into a bus because they're at a bus stop. And they decide to play bus drivers where Bluey comes up, picks up Bingo and Jasmine to get them to the party. There's this older grandma looking dog sitting on the bus bench who's watching the girls play. So cute. So cute. Bandit finishes talking and decides that, okay, we're going to set off to go to the park again. And the girls kind of groan a little bit. Dad doesn't even mind. So they go over a bridge and they shout to the bridge trolls that the that the bridge trolls won't get them today, which I thought was a really cute thing. And then they arrive at the park. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's the same park as we saw in the bike episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. I think there's a couple of parks. There's... There's some Instagram accounts on Bluey locations. They got it nailed down. Maybe I'll try to pull it up. I'll pull that up for you guys. That'll be like my thing this episode. Pull it up. We'll look. We'll do some park comparison. See where they're at. The girls literally take one lap around the monkey bars. And then they decide they want to head back to the bus stop. So that they can play the game that they came (laughs) up with. (laughs) I love how dad comes in and is the bus this time and he looks slightly embarrassed and he's like playing the role of the driver but he he asked one of the guys that's standing there if he wants to come as well and the guy said no mate i'll catch the next one (laughs) and as they're going back he remarks to the girls wow you're up early and they say yes it's got to be done i love the endings they're so cute endings are always so good so, that is it. The only fact that I have is the fruit bat thing that I noticed. Yeah. Uh, and that they stole your parenting technique. Yeah. I um, need to get paid some royalties. Right? I have a question. Yeah. Okay, Jasmine is the stuffed animal, right? Yes. Why is she covered in sticks? Like, what is going on with Jasmine? There is running dialogue by Bingo in the background through this whole thing uh-huh. where she is like getting Jasmine ready for the party. Oh, okay. And the sticks have to do with that. Okay. She, I think originally, I have to go back and watch. I didn't capture all of That's right. that dialogue in here because there's just a lot happening anyway, <laughs> but there, it all makes sense. If you okay. go back if and you're paying just, attention. if you pay attention to just what Bingo's doing. That's why we like Bluey. There's layers. Every time you watch it, there's something new to pay attention to. There There was just one point where they, like, did a close-up, and I was like, what is happening with this poor stuffed animal? (laughs) So I thought maybe Jasmine always had sticks. So no, it was just that point in the episode, there was, like, a reason for it. Okay. Yes. She was getting... The whole thing was that... She was taking Jasmine to, like, a birthday party or a party or something. So every time they would stop, she would do something. They would be at a different place and, you know, doing stuff with Jasmine. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Bingo just in her own world. I definitely liked that. The overall lesson here was patience. Yes. And at the end, Bandit was so patient. He was. He worked so hard to get those girls all the way to the park and then oh they to turn around and they don't even want to be there. And then he went and he played that dumb game. And he was just, I love that the lesson was about the kids being patient. But in reality, the parent was the most patient. 100% all the way. Parenting award, dad did great. But I'm going to give a solid shout out to mom. Since she was able to get dad to get up with the kids. Seriously. And again, no guilt. 
no guilt. No, like, are you sure it's okay? I'm sorry I'm being lazy. Nope. She was just like, I'm going to sleep in. You got this one. Uh, sleep. <laughs> but maybe it was her day. Do you have maybe. sleep yes. in days? We yes. have sleep in days. We do do that. Yes, absolutely. Because my son will always 100% want me to get up with him. Yep. I'm the generally the preferred parent. You know, there's mm-hmm. always one that they, like, slightly gravitate towards. Yep. So we had to implement days where on the weekends... Yes, we're both tired. We both want to sleep in. But the the reality is the kid's going to get up early and want to do something. Yeah. So one of us has one day. One of us has the other day. So maybe it was like the sleeping day. Although he did say he's like, oh, chilly. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe he took one for the team. Yeah, maybe. All right. Again, great music in this episode. Wonderful lesson. Beautiful background and scenery. Yes, definitely. Oh, that was the other thing that I really liked. Um, See how I cued you on that? Yeah, that was, that was perfect. You You're welcome. Know. Um, <laughs> when, okay, so we know in, every time we see the house in like the opening yes. of the show, their house is always like up on top of the hill. Yes. And it's always like a little bit higher than everywhere else. Yes. And I always took that to be like a forced perspective um, where like their house isn't really higher than everyone else's. It's just because they're the main family and we want to see their house the most. So Kind of like Peppa Pig, where every house is always on the top of a hill. I was going to say the Peppa Pig thing. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was kind of funny that in this episode, they clearly leave their house and come down a steep hill. Yes. So I was like, oh my gosh, they really do live on the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny. It made me laugh, or I noticed that at least. Have you dove into any of the Bluey Reddits? No. Okay, so there's we've talked about the one, the layout of the house, right? Yes, you've talked about that one, yep. There's also ones that talk about where the house could possibly be mm-hmm. to the point where people have pulled up pictures <laughs> of different houses within the area based off of where the house is positioned and what you see in the backgrounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, people have really, every time I'm like, I'm just going to Google a thing. Uh-huh. I always feel good knowing that there's other people out there that are literally stalking neighborhoods <laughs> in Brisbane and doing side-by-side comparisons. Again, Bluey Locations on Instagram, or, yeah, Bluey Locations, I think that's just what the handle is on Instagram, is a goldmine for stuff like that because they, I think they've gotten it from different people as well. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's all just them. And that's all they do. Is here's an here's a picture from an episode. Here's where we think it is in town. It's really fascinating. Like takeaway, they found something that they think is the, like a, the inspiration. It's all inspired by, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I love that there's a rabbit hole on the internet for everybody. Oh my gosh, everybody. All right, and with that, we are going to end today. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure that you. Come back next week when we talk about Season 1, Episode 25, Taxi. Oh, this is a good episode. Get up today, Bridge Troll! Yeah, Bridge Troll, eat some other kids! Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. 
or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallife.pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.